I'm old school. I believe in the literal return of Jesus. I believe this same Jesus that went away is going to return. Does anybody still believe that? I believe he's going to return. In the book of Luke 18 and 8, I can't follow. Josh is preaching, he's preached evidently just a sermon, so I'm inviting you into a Bible study tonight. Luke 18 and 8, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. There's so much faith and victory here. I, I expose this neo-Pentecostal false doctrine that's going around that said that was going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and the church is going to get weaker and weaker and weaker and if the Lord don't return, nobody's going to be ready. Ain't nobody going to last. The devil is a liar. When Jesus returns, there's going to be a church. I flipped over just, just three minutes ago. I flipped over to Revelations and I felt the word church over and over and over. Church is the strongest entity in the world right now. When there's no more Verizon, when there's no more AT&T, when there's no more Russia and Ukraine, when there's no more China and United States, there's going to be a church. You're part of something that's not going to fade away. It's not going out of style. It's not going to lose and it's not going under. You're part of something that is eternal. Hallelujah. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church, and he gave himself for it, that he might sanctify it and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that it should be holy and without blemish. Hallelujah. To reach this, we must grow up in Jesus. Hallelujah. They too good or spirit here. No, nobody won't slap you, but turn around and tell somebody, you just need to grow up. If we if we're going to come to this place in Christ, they gotta they gotta hallelujah. 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 We hallelujah. Malachi 4 and 1. For behold, the day cometh, they shall burn as an oven, and all the proud jay and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the, the day that, that they shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and you shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. All our modern day prophets, they take the book of Revelations and they want to talk about the the beast and they want to talk about the false Christ and the false, false prophet the book of Revelation is not a revelation about the devil it's not a revelation about the false Christ it's not a revelation about the antichrist it's not a revelation about, about the, the church is going to, it's a revelation of Jesus Christ and every time you see the false Christ you see the real Christ stand up every time you see that dragon you see the Lamb of God stand up with power and victory you are not going under we will not be defeated. We will not lose. We will not be conquered. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're part of something that's eternal. The law. John, or excuse me, Luke 16, 16. The law and the prophets were until John. Old covenant, new covenant. Old Testament, new testament. The law and the prophets were until John. Since that time the kingdom of God is preached and every man presses his way into it. John was the end. Jesus was the beginning. 
John stood on the hinges. One door's closing and the Lord's opening another door. Did you hear that? Somebody in here, the door's closing. Just hang on. Just hold on. There's another door opening. Hallelujah. I, I just prophesied to somebody. Brother Wynn, what am I doing? Doors are closing. Hang on. He'll never let a door close till he'll open a better door. He's closing one door on John, the law and the prophets. He said, up till now, the priests, the prophets, the kings have led my people. That's Old, old Covenant, Old Testament. They were until John. He said, now we're bringing a new order. Have you ever pondered? Have you ever wondered why in Mark 6, 25, this precious, innocent man, this, this friend of Jesus, this, and she came, the little woman came in with haste unto the king, and she asked, saying, what shall I give me in a charger? What do you want? You've danced before me. You've got my favor. John, John's in the, in the prison because he's preached righteousness. And, and, and the little girl danced before him and said, what do you want? She said, I want John the Baptist's head on a platter or on a charger. Why, why did she want his head? Because he's the end of an age. And if she left his head on, it'd be a two-headed body. There's another head about to come on the scene. There's another head. Huh? There's another head about to be birthed on the scene. And John's head's got got to be lifted off. Hallelujah. 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 And she came in straightway with haste unto the king and asked, said, I will thou give me by and by in a charge of the head of John the Baptist. And immediately the king sent an executioner and commanded his head to be brought. And he went and beheaded him in prison. John's head was cut off so the body could have only one head. The law and the prophets were until John. Jesus said, I'm into this age right here. It's over. It's over. I'm taking the head off of it. Now you've now you got a body out there that don't have a head. Hallelujah. 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 And it came to pass as he went on the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will Father, wherever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, the foxes have holes and the birds of the hour have nests, but the Son of Man hath no place to lay his head. Hallelujah. He, he, he laid down in a ship. He wasn't talking about a pillar. He lay down in a garden and rest. He wasn't talking about a rock to lay on. He said, he said, John's head's gone, but there's no body ready for me to sit down on. The birds have nest and the foxes have all, but your body, but another place he'll write, a body thou hast prepared me, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody better get ready. There's a body of Christ going to come on the scene in this last days. Ukraine don't hold the end of time in their hand. China don't hold the end of time in their hand. Hallelujah, the United States Army don't hold the end of time in their hand. This thing's not going to end till that body rises and that head sets down on it. Hallelujah, there's going to be a glorious church. We're not slipping out of here at midnight. We're leaving raising the dead. We're leaving prophesying. We're leaving casting out devils. We're leaving walking in the anointing. We're leaving with the glory of God and the power of God. This generation going to know there's a church in the land. They're going to know there's a people in the land. We are not defeated. Listen to this. And Jesus said, foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man had nowhere to lay his head. And he said on him, he turns to this man and he says, follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Until I saw the revelation and I thought, Jesus, that's almost cruel. Jesus said unto him, let the dead bury their dead. But go thou and preach the kingdom of God. 
He wasn't even talking about that little man's fault. What he was saying, he said, he said, I'm raising up about it. I don't have no place to set my head. And he said, all you want to do is, is run and bury the stuff that you were birthed out of, and it's already dead. You want to run back to the religion that brought you this far and just hold on to it, build a, build a memorial. Just, just that's where you want to stay. He said, if you're going to follow me, you've got to let go of where you came from. I shot by I don't want to be mean tonight. I love this pastor and I totally respect, but somebody got to let go of the religion. Somebody got to let go of some stuff. Hallelujah. And you got to realize there's a voice calling you to come a little higher. There's a voice calling you, if you'll draw nigh to me, I'll draw nigh to you. There's a voice calling in here tonight. If you seek me with your whole heart, you'll be found to me. The head is still in the body. You are to follow the direction the head leads. But instead, you want to go back to the stuff that birthed you. Ephesians 4.15 But speaking the truth in love may grow up in him in all things which is the head, even Christ. 1 Peter 2 and 2 His newborn babes desiring the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Go with me all the way back to Genesis 38-27. There's two in the womb. How many know there's two in the womb right now? There's the carnal, the spirit, the flesh. Genuine. Genesis 38, 27. It came to pass in the time of her travail that behold, twins were in her womb. It came to pass when she prevailed, when she travailed, that one put out his hand and the midwife took and bound upon the hand a scarlet thread saying, this came out first. There's two, there's two in her womb. One of the hand slips out she says, this is, this, we, we're ready for a birth. The scarlet thread represents the blood, the purity, the royalty. And it came to pass as he drew back his hand that behold, his brethren came out and she said, how hast thou broken forth? This breach be upon thee. It was a breach birth. This breach be upon thee. Therefore, his name was called Perez. Afterward came out his brother that had the scarlet thread upon his hand and his name was called Zarek. A beautiful bright red string is tied on his hand. Baby breach a position the feet first. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. Not to build names and ministries. He gave it for one reason. For the perfecting of the saints. For the work of the ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come in the unity of the faith, of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. And he gave some apostles, that's a thumb, it covers everything. And he gave prophets, thus saith the Lord. About this time next year, they're going to be a baby here. Ha! That's that. That's a hallelujah. This, this is your longest finger. It reaches out. And he gave some evangelists. This, this finger here, they say that's why we wear a wedding ring here. We got a vein that goes to our heart. They nobody, a van, Josh will come through and he'll sing and preach heaven down and he'll go on to, to the next town. Your pastor will be here. Your pastor will be here when you cry and your pastor will be here when you got trouble. He got a vein for you that runs to his heart and somebody ought to thank God for your pastor. Hallelujah. And then, ha, 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 and then that little finger, that little tiny finger, you don't scratch inside your ear with your thumb or your or 
or you, you take that little tiny finger and you just get a real anointed teacher. He'll get in your ear and you'll remember what he said 20 years later. A real anointed teacher. Hallelujah. That's the hand. Hallelujah. In Isaiah 53, to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Hallelujah. Whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, as a root out of a dry ground. That hand, uh, hallelujah. That little baby wrenched that hand out and it was the hand of God. It had a scarlet thread on it. In 1947, the hand of God reached out in the United States of America. In the After World War II, disaster and troubles and financials, people praying and seeking God, and a little old drunk, a little old alcoholic, a little old bootlegger, A.A. Allen, Alonzo Aaron Allen, little A.A. Allen got saved, and he got a vision, and he bought a tin, and a little, a little old drunk, a half-time orphan, half-time his mama would keep him, Jack Cole, Jack Cole got glorious saved. Jack Cole didn't know nothing about religion. He didn't know hallelujah and bless the Lord and praise the Lord. He just knew he was a drunk and he got saved. And when he got saved, he's running around the church hollering, hot dog, I got it. Hot dog, I got it. Hot, hallelujah, hallelujah. Revival broke out. Revival broke out. We, The world thought, we're, this is going to birth it. We're going to see the return of the Lord. We saw the hand extend out of the womb. We saw that we saw the red string. We saw the power of God. We saw the jack coals. We saw we, we saw the move of God. We saw the power of God and the glory of God. We saw the adorning of God. I can tell you stories about Catherine Kuhlman and Oral Roberts. I can tell you stories. One of my favorite is Gordon Lindsay. I can tell you stories about Gail Jackson. I can tell you about H. Richard Hall. H. Richard Hall picked up Don Warren, a 12-year-old boy, and he, and he had a meeting in Brother Hall's tent. I drove for Brother Hall. Brother Hall's tent was so big it took three tractors and trailers to drive it. And Brother Hall, he, he, he was he was, he's starting a tent up in North Carolina, and he had a 12-year-old organ player with him, and he didn't have no tent crew. And he pulled on a lot, and he said, Don Warren, he said, he said, I'll be back in five days. i got to go preach another meeting. And he said, you see these three tractors and trailers here? He told a 12-year-old boy, said, how this tent put up when I get back? And he reached him $10. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Twelve-year-old boy scared, sat down on the edge, and he cried. And while he's crying, he was out on this big field. Here comes a drunk man swallowing up. He said, what's wrong, little boy? He said, I'm traveling with the preacher, man. And he said, I've got these three tractors and trailers here, and he told me to put a tent up. And he said, I don't even know where to start. The old drunk dropped his head. He said, I used to be Barnabas Bailey's number one tent, man, and I got drunk and lost my job. He said, I got a hobo crew over here. He, hallelujah, he said, can we put Put your tin up. Hallelujah. I'm about to shout right now. Hallelujah. 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 Brother H. Richard Hall pulled in four or five days later. Every cheer said, he said he'd never seen a stint stretch so good. Why? Because he heard a voice from heaven. It sounds crazy to leave a 12-year-old boy and tell him to put up 100 by 120 tin. Jack Cole is having the morning service. He's preaching. A man comes just staggering, crying, trying to get Jack Cole's attention. Finally, they get his attention said, what's wrong? Said, Jack Cole said, we're, we're backslidden, we're sinners, we lost. Said, we got a baby. Said, the baby's been sick three days. Said, we took it to the doctor and it died in the doctor's office. 
said its little body is locked and it's got a stick in its mouth where, so it wouldn't swallow its tongue. said, our baby's dead. Would you pray for it? Jack Cole said, I had the microphone. I started praying. I said, son, I don't need to pray. said, you go home. You put that baby in its bed. You lay it down and you and your wife get down by that crib and repent. You start worshiping the Lord and that baby's going to live. They were back that night. They said, Brother Cole, we were crying. We were scared. We took that little old Cole baby. It had been dead for several hours by now. We laid it down in that crib. We got down and we repented. We said, God, we're sorry we've hurt you. We're sorry we left you. And he said, there's such a glory come we forgot the baby so we heard some crying that little baby standing by they saw the hand of God we saw the hand of God we saw the hand of God the hand of God was revealed man I wasn't far from you preaching two years ago This is stuff I've been preaching since 84. It's the year Sheila and I met. I was preaching some of this stuff. But I was preaching. And I mentioned the name of A.A. Allen. Family walked up after the church and said, Can we speak to you, Brother Wynn? I said, Yes. I said, We were in Brother Allen's service when the woman with the, with the tumor in her body, that doctor said weighed from 50 to 70 pounds in her little body. So that little old man, God stepped out there and prayed for her. I said, Her dress just went. The, the, the knot just disappeared. They saw the hand of God. My, my little prayer where she's in heaven used to pray for me as Sister Edwards. She became in a wheelchair and she wouldn't able to leave her house and I would go down and visit her before I'd go on a meeting. They had, they had no family, just her and Brother Edwards. And I'd go in, I'd say, Sister Edwards, how you doing? She said, oh, Brother Wynn, I've been visiting, I've been visiting, who you been visiting with? I've, I've been over talking to Jeremiah. And he wouldn't read the book. And he wouldn't read the story. That Bible was so real to her. And I, I said, Sister Edwards, tell me some of your stories. She said, about the old preachers. They'd followed them all. Been in all their meetings. I said, tell me some of their stories. She said, can I tell you about a meeting we was in with Tommy Hicks? And I said, yeah, t- tell me about Tommy Hicks. Tommy went on mission. He'd won over a million souls. She said, we, we were out in the western state. We were in a, a revival, a campaign with Tommy Hicks. She said, the platform was about 12, 12 foot high. This one's about 4 foot, about 12 foot high. She had stars on each side. And it was like an like auditorium, just just straight drop off. And she said, he got to preach in the cloud, came in. I, I, I'm going to shout or cry or run. She said, he got to preach in the cloud, come in that room. She said, Brother Tommy Hicks got to preaching. He just walked out about 10 feet in the air, 12 feet down. He stood there and preached to me, turned around, walked back. I said, Sister Ever, she said, Brother Wynn, I was there. We saw the hand. They saw the hand of God. Saw the hand of God. As a 10-year-old boy, Chattanooga Auditorium, I said, Brother A. Allen, he's wearing a red jacket. And on, on, the, on the side of the platform is a little, little grandma could not weigh any more than 80 pounds. And I watched her. My eyes was just a young lad. And I watched her. And and once in a while she'd lift a hand a little bit. That little old man of God got to dancing and preaching. And he got over to her. He said, said, and I remember it's something like this. Daddy's, Daddy's talked about it. 
But it's something. He said, daughter, I speak to you in the name of Jesus. Get up, you're healed. That little old, that little old eighty-year-old pounding up with cancer. Dance by We saw the hand of God. The hand of God was revealed. We saw the hand. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I looked it up again today. Jack, and I don't mean to call names. I just want to preach. Jack Cole slipped over to Oral Roberts' tent when nobody was there, and he measured it. And he left that and drove to the tent company and said, I want the world's biggest tent. And Jack Cole has, or Oral Roberts' tent is bigger than Bonham and Bailey's any tent in the world, and I want one bigger than his. And he got it. And the hand began to pull back. Rabbi, I don't want to be mean, but I feel like preaching. R.W. Shabbat said, I love the old Roberts. This one's okay that builds colleges and hospitals. But where's the one that laid hands on garters and they disappeared? We watched the hand pull back. When the hand pulled back, the church had a breech birth. We didn't see the head of Christ. We saw the feet. And it was one preacher compete with another preacher. One organization trying to outgrow another organization. One denomination fighting another denomination. And one church jealous over another church. Jesus is weeping and he said the birds have nests and the foxes have holes but I don't have no place to lay my hand. I need a body to set down on. I want to do a work in the land. I want to heal the brokenhearted. I want to set the captive free. I want to deliver the homosexual. I want to break every adultery's power. I want, I want to heal and mend and restore. I'm not going to work to a cloud or a pillar of fire. I want a body. I want a body to work through. His head can't sit down until his body grows and stop fighting other members of the body. I know this ain't going to go for good. Please don't get mad at this pastor. Please don't. But there's a 30-fold, a 60-fold, and a 100-fold. He had 70, he had 5,000, he had 4,000, he had 11. And only that 11, he only took three to that level of prayer and they fell asleep. Quit trying to destroy people that's just not like you. He's not calling everybody where he's calling you. If you feel a deep call, you ought to thank him and praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, there's a, and the sword went forth to sow and the seed fell on good ground. And the 
seed that fell on good ground. Some of it brought forth 30 fold. That's just servants. That's just people that want to live good enough to get a paycheck. That's just people that want to print enough, repent enough to stay out of hell. They don't, don't, they don't want to lay their head on his bosom. They don't want to hear his heartbeat. They don't want to take him home with them. They don't want to wake up crying, thinking about him. But servants are going to be in heaven. Then there's the sons of God, the 60-fold. I got two of the most amazing sons. They love me, honor me, respect me, believe in me, support me. They don't follow me 24 hours a day. They have their babies and their jobs, their sons. They're 60-fold. They have to have access to anything I have, but their sons, they're 60-fold. But on this front row sits a little bride. She'll love me when I, she understands me. She'll love me when I'm crazy. She'll love me when I'm sick. She'll love me when I'm well. She'll love me when I'm able to buy her steak. She loves me when I can't afford nothing but baloney. She's my bride, and she has access to everything I have. All she's got to do is sign her name, and everything I have belongs to her. Friend, there's a bride about to come on the scene. We, 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 we've seen different revivals, but there's a move about to come on the scene that's going to have the glory of God and the power of God and the authority of God. First Corinthians 15, 49. As we have borne the image of the earthly, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Romans 8, 29. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Hallelujah. About this time, somebody likes to holler, get out of here, devil. Devil, hang around. We want you to know that we know you are not going to win. We are not going to be defeated. We're not going under. The church is not going away. God's not going to quit moving. There's going to be revival one more time. There's going to be restoration one more time. There's going to be reconciliation one more time. There's going to be a visitation. Second Corinthians 3.18 But we all with open face beholding a glass, the glory of the Lord, we're changed in that same image from glory to glory, even by the Spirit of the Lord. First John 3, 2, Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know when he shall appear, we shall be like him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want to be more than just a Pentecostal. I want to be, I want to be like Jesus. I want to reach like Jesus. I want the compassion of Jesus. Mark 4.26 And he said, So is the kingdom of God as a man that should cast seed into the ground. And should sleep and rise night and day. And the seed should spring and grow up. He not know how. Do you hear that? 
And he said, so the kingdom of God is if a man should cast seed into the ground. And he should sleep. Boy, that preach. You go, you go witness to him and then sleep. Rest. You just sow the seed and then rest. The kingdom of God is if a man should cast seed into the ground and should sleep and rise night and day and the seed should spring and grow up as he knoweth not how. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself. First the blade. I'm, I'm, I made Sheila, I, I went to uh, Sam's Wholesale and bought Sheila 50 tulip bulbs and I made her a tulip band. In the next few weeks they ought to be shooting up. Also made her a garlic band and they're about this tall right now. Planned all this about seven weeks ago. First you got the blade. And then you get the ear. That's the stalk. After that, the full ear in the corn. The full corn in the ear. And when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he put it in the sickle because the harvest is come. And he said, whoever shall be like in the kingdom of God with what comparison shall we compare it? John 12, 23. And Jesus answered them saying, the hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abide alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. I don't want to get in a hurry here. You, you got to get a hold of this. I, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to bed with this in my mind. I'm getting up. I'm living this. I'm praying this. I'm repenting of this. Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love the Lord. Not just my blessings. Not just my pats on the back. We know that all things work together for the good to them that love God who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Did, did you catch that? And we know that all things work together for the good. My storms, my storms are letting me lay down me and take on more of Jesus. My storms that I really that I ought to give up in, I ought to quit in. My storm, I didn't come out shouting, I didn't come out with an offer, and I didn't come out with a new friend. I came out bloody and beat up, but I came out a little more like him. And we know that all things work together for the good because it's conforming you to his image. We know that all I don't know about We know that all things work together for the good because it's telling me, Andy, don't lean on yourself. You need to let him carry you. And that next one, I'm going to realize I can't even do this by myself. He's going to carry me. I'm becoming, I'm becoming more dependent on him. I'm leaning on him. I'm trusting in him. Hallelujah! I'm taking on his character. It is nature. It's not my shout that's pushing me there. It's my pressure. It's my storms. It's my scars. It's my hurt. It's my pain. All things are working for my good. It's pushing me to the character of Jesus. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow he also did predestinate to be conformed, to be made, to be fashioned, to be molded to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover whom he did predestinate them he also called whom he called he also justified and whom he justified them he also glorified. First John 3, 2, Beloved, now are we the sons of God. He does not yet appear what we should be. But we know when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Psalms twenty two twenty seven. 
All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn unto the Lord, and all the kindreds of the nation shall worship before thee. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. Hallelujah. There's going to be a revival among the remnant. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this, this I'm preaching about two things, but you got to get a hold of this. So I've, I've got some friends. They said, Brother Wynn, Brother Wynn, they're going to be an end time harvest. They're going to be about a million souls get saved. It's going to be a harvest. Is there anybody in here that's a farmer? Anybody in here have a garden? Anybody in here ever saw a scene? So, so this year I took our, 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 our dog lot with them. Boys used to keep their dogs. And uh, we have a lot of deer eating every time I plant tomatoes, they eat them. So I went inside our, our, our dog lot and I made me some bunch of raised gardens. We used to have the most wonderful tomato crop this year. But when I planted a seed, I didn't go harvest the seed. I let it grow. Didn't, I went into weed, I went into water, I went into fertilizer. But I didn't go to harvest till something was ready. This end time harvest, somebody please hear me. And when this end time harvest is ready, even so come Lord Jesus. It's not a huge fluctuation of souls that's coming. Souls are going to be saved because you're going to be walking in such a glory. And they won't be just saved at church. They're going to be saved at Walmart. They're going to be saved on your job. You're going to, you're going to walk with such a burden. You're going to walk with such an apostle. You'll get it in the, in the elevator and somebody will get saved before you get to the fourth floor. You'll go to the hospital to visit one person. You'll end up getting 20 because you're going to be so full of Jesus, so full of compassion, so full of love. You'll, you'll, you'll stop and winos will get saved and drug addicts will get delivered and homosexuals will get set free. You're going to be so full of the glory of God. But the harvest is not the new souls. The harvest is the full grain of corn. The harvest is when the ministries be patient James James 5 7 be patient therefore brethren until the coming of the Lord behold the husband waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth a new seed don't have fruit it's a full grown crop that bears fruit the husband waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth, and he hath long patience for it until he receiveth the early and latter rain. Be ye patient, establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. I won't preach a little bit longer, teach, but can I tell you what he's waiting on? He ain't waiting on me to prophesy. He ain't waiting on me to have another prayer line. He ain't waiting on me to preach another sermon. He's waiting on me to bear fruit. Anthony, but the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace and long-suffering and gentleness and goodness. This is what, when the church arises, when your neighbor that don't like you, when they look at you and they see, listen, listen, listen to this, listen to this, but the 
And people have took this wrong. They preach this out of context. But the fruit, F-R-U-I-T, it don't say fruits. It don't say there's seven different fruits. But the fruit, one fruit. But the orange, the orange is round. The orange is juicy. The orange is sweet. Well, 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 Brother Wynn, I, I got, I got, I got love. I ain't got no patience. I got, I got, I got one of them, but I don't, I don't, I don't have the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. But when I got faith, I ain't messing up, I ain't got no long-suffering. So, I'm preaching to me right now, we're beginning to grow. But when I grow up in him, you can't make me hate you when I grow up in him. You can't make me give up on you when I grow up in him. When I grow up in him, you can't make me throw you away. When I grow up in him. I went back, talking about Jacob, I went back and I've been rereading that and rereading it. And I found another thought. No scriptures for your private interpretation. It, that revel, that bug. There's one. Sometime I'll read a verse and it'll help me when I need healing. Five years later, I, I need a blessing. It'll help me. Two years later, I need a sermon. It'll help me. So there's no. These what I just preached. These this Bible means so much. Means so much. But the fruit of the spirit is love and joy and peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness and faith. Love. What's opposite of love? Hate. Jealousy. What's opposite of joy? Oppression. Depression. Depressed. Beat down. Weighted down. I heard a preacher say something last week that I didn't like. I still got to repent. I'm still upset at that man. He said, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. He said, if you're struggling with somebody, mad somebody, he said, you just don't know all the truth yet. Because if you ever really know him, he'll set you free. Lord, I've been serving you, preaching this thing 40 years. I don't know you like I need to know you. I, I want to preach just another sermon. I don't want to have just another revival. I want to grow up in the Lord. I want the Lord to be able to trust me and use me. And I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Ain't a prettier woman in the building. I'm not struggling with lust. I'm not struggling with drugs. I'm not wanting to fight or curse. But I'm wrestling like Jacob. And Jacob was left alone. Somebody say alone. Nobody there. You can't be alone and be two of you. And I understand about the angel. We'll get to that. Jacob was left alone. And I wrestled a man with him. You know what I think that's saying? He got honest with his. 
God, I'm not the good person everybody thinks I am. I've hurt a lot of people and I've wounded a lot of people and I'm wrestling with me. I don't want to be like this anymore. Here's what I want to preach. Here's what I want to preach. We find beautiful short stories of Jesus till around the age of two. We have ten years of silence. We find him astonishing the elders at the age of 12. Then for the next 18 years, growing up in silence, the only relationship you have is in church. If the only devils you find is in church, if the only time you worship in church, you're never going to grow up till you start receiving the Lord in your silent season when it's nobody but you. We do our biggest growing. The reason David can kill Goliath is because he kills bears when nobody's watching. He'll fight, he'll fight lions when he don't have a microphone. I wonder if I've done my best for Jesus. Dalton, come here. Hey, Richard Hall. Been in heaven about 20 years. Little meat about like this and here right back not the breath out of me. He said, Anthony, when if I had your youth, he said, I'd seek him. I'd pray. But I'm 63. I don't know how much longer I got. And I may not get to see everything, but you can see it. We come to our heads with it. The world has yet to see in this generation. What God will do for a man or a woman that will totally surrender. That will totally say, I just hold. I don't want it if it's not for your glory. God, I'm hurt and wounded and I got used. Say, oh, brother, when you have it easy, you've got it all going. I wish I could share with you some of my troubles. Can't even believe I'm going to say this out loud. My dad is my best friend. He's my little shield. We're not even allowed to visit the grave. Religious people, we're not even allowed to go to the grave. But I'm determined I'm not going to hate I'm not going to hate back. I'm talking to somebody now. Your heart's been ripped out of you. You you give and you give and they turn around and use you and throw you away. And the devil said, I'll make you hate and I'll stop you from where God's going to take you. I wish 
somebody standing your feet saying it's not going to work. I hear a voice calling me. I refuse. I refuse to let hate live here. I refuse to let bitterness live here. I refuse to let unforgiveness live here. There's an anointing falling in this place. There's an anointing falling. I wish somebody cried. When's he coming? He's not coming for the seed. He's coming for the for the full grain, for the harvest. When that church steps out, we could have had it. We could have had it from between forty-seven and sixty-three. We could have. We could have seen. We could have seen the birth of the ministry. But we had a breach birth. But and there was no place for him to set his head down on. He's not quit saving and healing and delivering. He's just looking for a body to move through. He don't want to move through a donkey this time. He don't want to use a rooster. He don't want to use a pillow cloud. He don't want to use a pillow fire. He's looking for a body that he can put his head down on. He's looking for a body that's bringing forth the fruit. He's looking for a body that's totally surrendered. He's looking for a body that's totally submitted. He's looking for a body. You reach over and get a hold of somebody's hand. And pastor said in every meet, I need help. I need help. I'm wrestling with me. How like me. You think I got it all together. And I need help. I need help. I got wounds that won't heal. I got scars that still hurt. He's looking for a body he can sit down on. Would you stand to your feet all over this? This amazing country. Son, could we hold the music for a little while? You've come to bless us, but God's going to touch you three. Hallelujah, something great. Would you give them a hand clap? Hallelujah, would you three just find you a place to pray with us just for a few minutes? I want everybody to pray just for a few minutes. Would you come and kneel in these altars or kneel at your seat? Would you tell him, Lord, I need help. I need help. I want to be like you. I'm a mess. I'm, I'm messed up, God. I got scars, I got wounds, it's got infections, I got I got hurts, it's draining. I'm like that little woman with the issue. I'm bleeding in his head and nobody knows. I'm broken, I'm smiling, but I'm broken. I'm hurt, I'm wounded. Ha, 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 ha.